three, two, one. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's special guest is Jesse Cove, who is a brilliant and amazing actor, son of uh, Martin Cove from the movies Cobra Kai, I mean, sorry, the show Cobra Kai and movies Karate Kid. And he's done films like D-Day, Battle of Omaha Beach. I'm honored for this opportunity. And thank you for joining me, Jesse. How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm, I'm so glad to be here, man. Thank you so much for that introduction. Yeah, man. I uh, Just the amount... Ma- the amount of acting that I've seen you do so far, and I know you're just getting started. I know you got a, a lot of stuff going on still, but I just want to say your like your talents are something that I think is under uh, under the radar still. But I feel like in the next coming years, like I think you could rise up to the top, just like how your dad is. And I, I feel like it's oh, happening man. now, man. I I that means more than you know, man. Really, that I I take that to heart. Thank you so much, really. Yeah, man, as and as a dude, as a fan of the show, Cobra Kai, like I still can't believe that, you know, though it's been three seasons only. It feels like it's there's a whole lot of other stuff that's been going on. You know, it's backstories and flashbacks and this, this and that. So many different characters all at once, including yours, which you played the role of Varsity Captain David in Cobra Kai. I was curious, how did that role the role of varsity captain David come about and did you have any input into the development of the character? Um, well, <clears throat> the writers, they're so smart, man. You know, John, uh, John Hurwitz, Josh Hield, and Hayden Schlossberg, they, they literally think of everything. I mean, everything. I've had discussions with my dad, um, you know, even before he got into season two, I think, we had a buddy of mine who was an army ranger come over to the house and we kind of talked about the military stuff. We came up with these ideas. And then like these guys have already thought about this stuff. They, they literally think of everything. It's unbelievable. I mean, my dad's brought them ideas and I got, we've already got them already. Like that's already in there. You know, they, they're just incredible. Like they're fans of Karate Kid and you know, the Cobra Kai universe, Karate Kid universe. They are fans. So they know what the fans want to see because it's what they want to see. You know, they wanted to see this flashback. They wanted to get into this origin story of Greece and where he came from and then put a twist on it that he was actually bullied by me and my character, you know, and that, that he was, he was, he was an underdog at one point, you know, and he fought his way to the top. So um, <clears throat> when I auditioned for it, uh, I didn't really know exactly what was going on. My manager called me and told me that, like, you know, the guys want to bring you in, uh, have this character. And, and he originally, he's like, dude, I, I think it's for, I think it's for young Crease. And I was like, oh, wow, like, that sounds incredible. I didn't even know they're really doing that. And um, so I went in there, then they explained to me what it was. It was the bully to young Crease, which was, you know, just as amazing and badass. And what an honor for me to, like, freaking bully my dad's iconic character, like, you know, 30, uh, in the 1960s, like, it was crazy. It was like, like going to like a back to the future moment. I mean, and that's what it felt like. I mean, even on the day of, they had all these cars and all these extras, big, big day. And, um, excuse me. And, uh, it, it was just like one of these surreal moments in my life. I'm like, wow, this is like really happening. It was like, as if I became Captain America or something. And all of a sudden I show up on set. And I'm like, wow, this is reality. Um, that hasn't happened yet. Maybe it will. I have no idea. I mean, you do look uh, like him though. You could be maybe a stunt man or something or a bat. <laughs> Is double. Yeah, it's um, double. Exactly. Um, it was funny. I did talk about it on um, Cobra Kai Nation today. I was doing this other interview. We talked because I actually auditioned for the role of Captain America years ago um, when it was first being cast, which was really funny. But same kind of surreal experience. Um, but jumping back into Cobra Kai, it was just one of these cool moments where it, it became reality. And I wanted to step up to the plate and actually prove myself and, and you know, uh, go out there and hit a home run. 
And it was such a blast, man. It was so much fun, you know, and also I wanted to honor this character a lot and honor my dad's character, the, the legacy that he's built over the, these decades. I wanted to really, you know, be truthful to that whole storyline. You know, I had great creative talks with the writers and, and it was just, it was a beautiful moment. And it was also just a beautiful moment for me personally, for my dad to be there and watch. During that day, he was on set watching. And because he was already shooting season three. And then I flew down to Atlanta where they shoot it. And, um, and he came to set that day. And it was like a beautiful moment for me to watch my dad watch me in, in his show and bully the younger version of him. It was like this really beautiful moment. And then what was even funnier was like Barrett Carnahan, who plays young Crease. Like he, I, I was, I was kind of laughing because like, wow, this is intimidating for him. Like he's playing this character opposite me, who's, who's the son of who he's playing. And he's actually watching him that day. So I was like, the pressure is on this guy, you know? And he was great. We had a great time. We had like all these cuts and bruises the whole day, but we were, we were loving it, man. We were eating it. We, we, we were chomping at the bit for more. Yeah. And well, the, just to back, just to go back into that scene, the diner scene, it's, it's like, so when I was first watching it, you know, season three came out, I think it was in this January. I was watching it. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is crease. I was like, you know, the, like, I, I didn't know, I didn't hear his name or anything yet, but I just automatically assumed just because of, you know, how he was, he had that heel type of persona. And then all of a sudden it's that flip. And I'm sure, I mean, it's a spoil at this point. I mean, dude, it's been out for four Everybody's months, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but then I see, you know, your uh, crease's younger self. And then I, it was just a flip. Like it was a plot twist that I, I really didn't see coming. Like I was like, Oh, crease has always been that like was, that. Yeah. And that, again, was part of the genius of the writers. You know, they told like when I came in, I was totally embodying Crease. I was Crease for those for those first few minutes because that's what they wanted. They wanted people to think that I was Crease. And then they did that flip, which was so great because you're like, wait, wait, what is that? He's the he's the bus boy who's being picked on. Like, that's not Crease. And then, you know, when I say, you know, you don't show the opponent mercy and all that stuff. And it was so fun to play that. And but also it serves, the you know, the, the Crease's character so well. And, and to show what an underdog he was, you know, at one point in his life. And it's a very crucial scene, too, because, like, it shows the moment where he was thinking about joining the military, where he could, like, become the man that he wants to be and, and you know, show honor. And then, you know, the, later on, you see me fighting, fighting him and he's standing up, you know, against me because I unfortunately smacked Betsy, which is terrible. Um, I played that, by Emily Palmer, who's that, so sweet. Was I that every... Was that, was that an actual slap, by the way? I, I, again, I'm, I'm fairly new to cinematography and stuff, so I don't know how the acting side of it is. Was it, cause it, it looked pretty, like, it looked pretty real at that so point. It was like the way they did it was they wanted me to just use my arm just like this uh -huh. because the, I, you know, I didn't, and she stood, she stood in a, in a way where, um, and, uh, where I wouldn't actually hit her because that would have really hurt and sucked for her. Um, but I would have probably taken a hit back from her, but it'll never happen because I don't think women. <laughs> Um, but you know, she, every take, I was like, I literally was like, Emily, I'm sorry. I, um, I didn't, I don't want to do this. And she's like, she's like, it's okay. Slap me. <laughs> and then I, you know, I call it, I'd slap her. We did that probably like four or five times just to get it perfect. Um, but again, it was just, you know, even for her, like to be in this fight sequence with all of us was so much fun. And, you know, even the choreography that I learned that week, you know, was, was just that the whole dance of that fight was so incredible. And it was a different style of fighting that they wanted because it was such a, it was like such a grungy street brawl. It wasn't like karate, you know, none of us do karate. It was like, we're just a bunch of young guys swinging fists. And 
um, with a little bit of, you know, Chris had a little bit of the, his uh, stuff in there, which was great. He swept my leg, which was amazing. I think it's the first time we've ever seen. Uh, he may have swept a leg in, in Karate Kid. But anyway, um, again, just another part of the day. My dad was in there the whole time, like filming with his iPhone. Like, and they kept telling him to get out of the shot. <laughs> it was really it's fun. Like, it, was, it was like those uh, proud father moments. He's like, totally. He's to get... As if I was playing baseball at seven years old. And he's like, you know, going like this. What, it was very what, funny. What were you... Just, just, uh, just to get into that a little bit, did, were you, were you a little like embarrassed? But not embarrassed, but like, I mean, did you have like little butterflies while you're doing the scene, and then you know your dad's crease and like all the is that going through your head at all? You know, it's it's funny. You you would think that there was that, but I, I honestly I knew the material so well. I knew the storylines. You know, Karate Kid and Cobra Kai is such a part of my life that it was kind of like just stepping in the very familiar shoes. You know. Um, and, you know, obviously playing a bully kind of runs in the family. So, uh, you know, I was, you know, I could not do, do well at that, um, on screen, not in real life, but, um, you know, so it was very familiar to me and obviously watching the shows and knowing the writers, I, I was able to comfortably be in that environment. You know, the fight stuff was a little more challenging, kind of remembering what's coming next and all that. But I mean, I was honestly, I was really having a great time. Like when you watch the scene again, like if you see it, like I'm acting, but like, on the inside, I'm like a little girl screaming because I'm having so much fun. And like even, you know, Barrett and I, we'd, we when they would cut, we'd like sit on the side, like out of breath going. <sighs> I remember one time we were we were chatting and we were like out of breath. And I look at him like, isn't this fucking awesome? He's like, this is just my dream. It was so funny. And he's like, I've been wanting to do this since I was a kid. And uh, we still laugh about it. Today. I was actually chatting with him the other day. Um, and. Yeah, it was just a great time. And we were, we were working our asses off. I mean, we were, it was really hot that day. Uh, I was in a huge jacket and um, it was just, you know, it was, everybody was working hard. So, I mean, growing up, just, just to get into the character of it, I mean, growing up, we probably all watched wrestling. We all watched Attitude Era or just shows with heels in them, especially, right. I mean, your dad, your dad and a karate kid from the eighties up until now, it's still uh, prevalent. And I was just curious, like preparing yourself for, you know, being in the role of a heel. I mean, what is it like preparing for that? And also having the, having a part in building the arc of Kreese's character. Dude, great question. Thank you. Um, uh, the, well, the part about building the arc and all that stuff, like, again, it was something that I really wanted to honor and, um, you know, pay homage to in a way because, I, and, and pay a lot of respect to it. And, because it, it was it was such an important moment in the show and the in the in the, the arc of the show and the trajectory of my dad's character you know you you then in present time understand like who he is a lot more and where he came from you know so all of a sudden you're kind of rooting for crease a little bit more rather than hating him so much because you realize well wow like he's he's just like me or someone else like he was bullied too and you see kind of the armor that was built on crease from all these experiences who's which has made him who he is and, you know, unfortunately, it's like through all of his adversity that he's become this person and he's so tough because he's been through so much. And I was at the my character was at the inception of that at such a young age where people do experience bullying, unfortunately. And they really wanted to show that, which I think was really smart and fantastic, you know, uh, much like, um, you know, like Anakin Skywalker, in a sense, watching him, you know, deal with what he dealt through a lot of pain and suffering in his early years of life has put him to go into this to go to the darker side you know and um so it's it was really interesting to, to be a little 
piece in that cog wheel. And again, it was, I, I was, you know, very personally touched by all that and able to, and able to do that. I'll never forget it. And um, also even for my dad, for him as well, is to know that his son was the bully for his, this iconic character that he's known so well for was, was just incredible. And we laugh about it because we laugh about what if I went to this audition and did a terrible job? <laughs> How embarrassing that would have been if I went in there because I really worked hard at it. Like I was, I was in my room for like a week and then, um, and then like, you know, I went in there and they told me later on that I, I crushed it. And I was like, Oh, thank God. You know? And cause I, I was like, my dad said to me, he's like, you know, it would have been really bad if you went in that room and they had to tell me that you did a terrible job and they had to cast someone else. I said, yeah, yeah, dad, that would have been really embarrassing. I probably would quit the you, industry. You can't come back on the set. Nothing. You're not, He's going to abandon you. That's it. It's over. <laughs> totally. Totally. So I, I, I showed that I was worth it, which was great. Um, and for myself and for everybody else, but yeah, man, that was all so important. And I was glad that I was able to be a part of that, you know, the arc of that. I forgot the first part of the question, by the way. It was basically just uh, what, what is it like preparing for the role of a heel? I mean, I'm not an actor, but I mean, for someone who's like, I'm more of a behind the scenes where I'm doing cinematography and stuff, but yeah. I'm, I, I've never been on the other side where it's you're preparing for a role like yeah, it's, it, it's like it's really just kind of like you read you're reading the script you're reading the, the 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 script for the episode or movie whatever it is and you just dive into it man like the writers the writers who write these characters like they have an idea of what they want this person to be and then it's our job to bring that to life in our own personal way you know that 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 basically still touches upon what they want but you bring maybe other things that maybe they didn't see, you know, that, that really are who this character is. And, um, you know, with, with David, like he had, you know, touches, um, you know, this guy, I, I always thought about like, he just always has to be the alpha in, in any situation that he's in. Nobody can talk down to him. He's always got to be on top. Um, you know, he's the head guy, you know, he, he parks in front of the restaurant, he parks right in front of the door. Like, that's just who he is. He doesn't like to lose. And that's his attitude. Probably not a very emotional person. Um, and, uh, he's also not afraid to fight someone if he wants to, but, you know, again, very arrogant, a uh, huge ego. Mm. And, um, and so, you know, that's one aspect of like David. And then, you know, someone like you had mentioned earlier, you know, you saw D-Day, which was great. Um, you know, first Sergeant Lamel, uh, that character who's a real life hero. Um, you know, I really wanted to put kind of like this, you know, I changed my voice a little bit for him. You know, it was kind of like, I remember when I was like, you know, all right, we're going to go and find those guns, you know, it was like, and so I wanted to have like a little bit of this twang on him. Um, literally the whole time when I was playing that character, I, I imagined myself as like a gunslinger in the 1800s, like just a lot of attitude. He's a guy that he he's, he's, he's a hero, but he's like, he's got a little bit of an edge to him, but you'll trust you. You'll trust him with your life, no matter what, you know, that if you follow this guy, you'll probably make it out alive, no matter what you'll probably get hit with a bullet, but you're going to survive. And that was kind of the, the attitude that I was going with, with that character. And again, it's just reading these scripts and diving into them and figuring out what makes these, these people tick, where they come from, you know, repetition, you're reading it over and over and over and over again, which frees you up. And, you know, and it's fun, you know, it's fun to find these characters, you know, it's also very challenging and I like the challenge as well. You know, when you first go into a script, it can be a lot of work. And, um, but eventually, you know, like when I'm on set, it never feels like work. It's always a good time. Uh, it, it's like, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. It's fun. And it never feels like, you know, hard work to me. It's always in the sense of like, I'm doing what I love. 
So it's more, it's more of a passion that's coming out of you. It's just something that's in yeah. you. Yeah. It, there is. It's like the deeper I go, the more fulfilling it is for me. And then I get to actually, hopefully people who watch it are moved by it, and, you know, makes them think about things about themselves or life or whatever, or gives them hope. And, you know, that's, what's important to me is when I'm able to do that for, for other people when they see my work, right. because that's what happens to me when I see great actors, I'm like, my God, like you moved me to the, I was crying and I want to do this. And I, you motivated me to get up and build this thing. You know, that's what I want to do for people. The, well, I, I completely understand you. It's just, like right now I'm, I'm still a full-time student. So I'm like doing this oh, on great. the side. Yeah. So doing this on the side and plus just getting my foot into cinematography and just behind the scenes, just working without, you know, not, I don't post a lot. I don't post anything outside of like anything that's, if it's about the podcast or whatever, but that passion. And when you pick up a camera or you're, you're filming something, you're making a short film documentary or whatever, I, that's the same type of thing that comes out of me. And like, and after you know, 12 episodes, I'm here talking to someone who is a part of one of my favorite shows. So it, yeah, and, man. It's, and just to go back to, you know, like you're talking about how, you know, you've been in the industry, you know what it's like, but how, like, I mean, growing up with your dad being, you know, uh, uh, sorry, John Kreese, that character and, you know, you growing up with that as your dad and like that being a part of you in a sense, what was it like? The, like having that experience not that your uh you know your dad your dad had a huge influence throughout the 80s the 90s into right. now even but what right. was it like as a like personally in your shoes like as a son being in that what was it like and what were your favorite moments from that time yeah i mean it's it's interesting you know i having your dad as an actor like that it, it's a it's 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 a it's a wild ride man because like you know He's gone for long periods of time. It's not a normal nine to five type of job. You know, he's traveling. I travel with him. There's a lot of these different dynamics to like understand. And then for him to show up as a father as well, you know, in the ways that he did, which he did show up as a father, which I'm so grateful for, you know, um, it, it, you know, it's a lot to balance, you know, and, and fortunately and unfortunately, it's one of the, the tough things that as actors have to deal with is like their personal life because there are times where, you know, I did a movie in China. I was gone for three months and I, you know, my girlfriend at the time, like it was, it's very difficult to try and balance those things, you know, like gone for three months, you know, or it's like someone who's in the military who's gone for a year or six months or longer, you know, it's all about balancing and how do you acclimate to these things. And, you know, when you're acting, it takes all of you, it takes all of your energy of who you are to, to, to show up for this moment on the camera and you have to prepare for that time. And so it's, it's, it's definitely a world, that I eventually understood as a kid. And, you know, and then I, it's a world that I also really enjoyed being in. Like when I would watch my dad on set, I would come on set, I would learn and I would, I would then get involved. And I, it was like a magical playland for me, you know, they're creating all these things. And, and it was, it was far more fun for me than going to school. You know, I, I obviously I still did school, but I always loved visiting my dad on set all the time when I could. And cause it was always fun. It was like, it was like, I remember visiting when I was a kid, you know, he did some movie with Burt Reynolds where he's like a, he, it's a cowboy movie and a western and it was so much fun to be on the set and see all the stuff and equipment and people and these characters and you know bigger than larger than life and and so I eventually you know I loved it myself and I I just naturally loved performing for my family and I wanted to be a magician when I was younger and and so then I started doing it you know I was in all these different film schools and, and my theater plays and stuff like that when I was younger 
And then eventually when I was like 17, 18, I wanted to do it professionally. I was like, oh, this, I think this is what my job is going to be because I love it. And it never feels like work, like what I said before. So this obviously must be my passion and it is. And I've never looked back and every year has gotten better than the next. And hopefully one day the shield will actually be used in a movie of mine. Uh, we'll see. Maybe not even this might be something else completely. I battle Captain America, maybe who knows. Um, but uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been a great ride. And I, and I, you know, I'm constantly learning, constantly changing, you know, just like you said, which is so much, which is so funny, like, you're just starting out doing this. And like, here, here I am someone who's on the show that you like, you know, um, it's interesting, too. I was actually just chatting with these great fans of the show on Instagram. They put so much content out. These two girls in freaking England, right? They're, they're just lovely, lovely, lovely women. They put out all this stuff all the time on Instagram, like artwork that they make of like my dad and I. And like I share it because it's so good and it's so fun to put it out there. Perfect. All of a sudden, like they were on a live video. I jumped on and we started like video chatting and they were freaking out and it was all fun. And, and, and you know, I started following them because they're just such great fans. And then like they couldn't believe that I was on their video. And like it just goes to show you like what you put out there, like it comes back to you in ways like. You know, and then I was able to like tell my dad to jump on one of their live videos and they were, he, he, I guess he jumped on one of their lives and like they were freaking out or whatever. And like, it just, again, it's like, you, you're going to put it out there. It's going to come back where your energy goes is where, is, is where, um, you know, it flows. And like, and so like you were saying, you know, cinematography stuff, like eventually you're going to be doing it on movies or whatever. And um, like you said, here I am on your 10th or 12th episode, um, you know, going at this and it's just like, it's it's just like wherever you your focus is it's going to happen yeah man and on honestly like the just just to get back to how you were saying that you know the energy that you put in comes back and yeah. the the way the so when i first watched the show like cobra kai first season that i watched it and this was like before i i watched it when it came on netflix not even when it was on just youtube tv and right. like whenever I first watched the first three episodes, I was like, Oh, I need to go. I need to go into karate. I need to go do this. Like I want to go in, uh, you know, it, it, it changes you. It, it does something to you. And I started watching it yeah. during around when the pandemic hit. So like when the pandemic hit, you know, all, I was like, man, I need to go train. I need to go do this, that. So the impact is there. And it's, it's crazy that, you know, you guys released season three at the time where a lot of, you know, a lot of people were wanting something. Dude, they and needed it. Exactly. And and it it's because it, it represents something more than just a show. Like there's so many right. elements to it. You know, there's there's like meditation and then you know, striking first, no mercy, like all these different concepts. That's right. Exactly. And plus, like, you know, you have Johnny, you have uh Daniel, you have your character, so many characters that represent just people, you just people in themselves and that there's a good and a bad side to everybody that everybody has this aura that, you know, they have to struggle with and try to get to being a better, uh, better person. And it's just yep. cool that, you know, when you were saying that you're able to go on sets and stuff like that's, that's just amazing to me. Cause I could imagine like, you're on, I don't know if you were there on the karate kid sets or whatever, but just being I wasn't on, born yet when those yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. But just being able to go and see, just any of that you know the old westerns or any type of movie that was made back when the industry was just being established like yeah. in its state so that that's just amazing to hear and collaborating with your dad and in, in the 
the recent years, like if it's with Cobra Kai and also the movie DD that you did, what was it like? And also, can you explain to us what um, what's what's that passion for you in like the old cinematic videos? I mean, uh, movies that you've done. Um, well, collaborating with my dad is so much fun. I love to do it. It's a rare thing to get to see, you know, especially in Hollywood, you know, it happens, but it is rare where you have, you know, um, you know, you were able to work with your family members. I think it's great. You know, it's kind of like, um, um, you know, I, sometimes I think of myself as like, you know, uh, Scott Eastwood and like, you know, Clint Eastwood, how they're kind of like both creatives and it's, it's, it's really beautiful. And he's a great actor. And so is his father. Um, and, you know, it's like, uh, it's fun for me. It's great to work with my dad. It's such an honor. And, and we, we love to work together and create things together. When I did D-Day, you know, I, he came to set and I told the guys like, Hey, can't we, we got to throw my dad in here somewhere. Like he would love it. And they were like, really, would he, would he do that? And I said, yeah, of course. And, um, you know, and uh, he didn't take a lot of money at all. It was like, you know, it was just what they legally had to pay him to be in it. And, uh, and, um, and so I gotta figure out a better way to put this up here. Um, but, uh, and we were able to do this great scene that they wrote like two nights before. And it was just great to have that moment on camera that was originally not in the script at all. And, you know, so when we collaborate, it's, it's always a great process and we have a, a good time doing it together. And I look, there's, you know, we're doing another project at the end of May, I think for, you know, on the show for Amazon, which will be great. And I think that'll happen, you know, we're gonna do that as, as much as we can. And, you know, our dream is to like have a series together, you know, uh, which would be great and so that's always that's always just a, a wonderful thing that we get to do together i'm very grateful that i get to do that with him and so that's you know the collaborative process and then um uh, i forgot what the other question was well since you've done like amazing movies like d-day which i i'm a military buff as in like just i love those old like just old yeah. movies talking about history but also just cinematic stuff that you can watch and you can be like just in the zone with it so how uh, I know you have a desire for, and I love, I know that you love being in them. So what was it like being in that character in D-Day? And also where did that love for it come from? Um, you know, I've always grown up watching different movies. I just love, you know, I feel very closely to like, you know, World War II, the Civil War and World War One. You know, there's just that whole time period was incredible. And um you know, I, I just somehow feel very a connection to these to these periods, and you know the, the history of it is it just is remarkable. You know what these what what these uh, men and women did around the world at the time, and you know what was at stake and everything. And um, and then also growing up with my dad watching these great movies of the past, which a lot of them, some of these great movies were World War II movies and like westerns and stuff like that. And so I've always grown up watching these classic movies. And so, you know, I love them today. And there's another, another war movie I did called On Wings of Eagles, uh, which you should check out. Uh, and that was the one I did in China for like three months. And that was, um, that movie took place just before World War II happened, right before. So the subject matter is obviously very important. And I love playing, I, one of the other things is, one of the other things is I love playing characters. I love playing characters from different time periods. It's my favorite. I feel so much more free when I'm able to play a character that's like from, you know, the 50s, 60s or 70s or 80s, whatever, you know, not of today, which I, you know, obviously love doing, but I love playing characters that are not from now. And I feel like you can really go there with the character because, you know, they're not, they're not so much of what is a person today. They're very different the way they talk and the way they speak, because 
you know, they, they're experiencing a different life back then. And um, so that's why I like World War II guys, I, I just, I can vibe with it. I love it. I love getting in the, in the, in the body of that person. And, um, you know, so that's, that's one of the reasons I love, you know, period pieces and that kind of, you know, that piece of cinema. Um, you know, if I could play a knight in the medieval times, one would be unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, that's that sounds amazing, man. And uh, and I know, you know, I, I want to respect your time because I know you got other stuff uh, to do as well. But just to kind of uh, get into the end of it, I mean, being who you are and how far you've come, what are your what are your future goals in, you know, because I, I hope I hope there's some sort of spinoff series, wink, wink, maybe for the writers that for you for you know cop uh captain vars varsity captain david because i think that character there's something else that was there and crease so i feel like uh you know you and the person who played the character the young crease i feel like if there is some sort of young you know spin-off are oh, you good spin-off series or so yeah if there's some sort of spin-off series like that would be awesome but um what are your future goals with uh, or future projects too that you're working on that we could maybe uh, um, sneak peek into. Well, they they've they've openly talked about potentially doing a Creed spinoff, which would be incredible. And I've talked to Barrett about that. You know, if that were to happen, I mean, you know, if it luckily if it were us, uh, would be incredible, and we would kill it. You know, we've stepped in those shoes before, so we know what that's like. And you know, I would love I would love to go toe to toe with with Crease again. It would be so much fun. Um, so fingers crossed for that. And um, I, uh, I've got a movie I'm doing uh, at the end of next month, uh, really great film, uh, romantic comedy, which will be a lot of fun. I'm doing the show uh, for a show on Amazon called Graves End, uh, actually with my dad, which will be really fun. Um, and then I have a, uh, a thriller that's going to come out in a lifetime called Recipe for Abduction. They should be dropping a trailer, I mean, not within the next uh, two, three weeks. And... Um, what else is there? Uh, had a lot of great movies that came out this year. Uh, one of them is called Bring Me a Dream, which is a thriller, a fun, sweet Christmas movie called um, a Christmas Cuisine of Love, which was great. Also, um, a Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. That's a really fun one. Science fiction, action, gaming, comedy. I would check that one out. Um, you can also look at my name on Google. You'll see all these different movies that come up. That was with Kevin Smith. Really fun movie. Um, and then um, what else there? A couple of the projects can't talk about um, and um, some uh, really cool stuff I'm auditioning for right now. It's just unbelievable, man, the stuff that they're creating. I can't, I, I literally am not allowed to say anything. So um, don't, don't pull a, don't pull a Mark Ruffalo, bro. So what did he do? I don't remember what, well, he, I, him and the, the guy that played Spider-Man, um, the, the British uh, kid, he, oh, bit, um, um, I forgot yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. But, but both of them pretty much just gave away like a lot of stuff. He, uh, Mark Ruffalo pretty much gave away the, uh, the ending to end game of like Thanos snapping it. Well, like everybody, half the people die or something. It was something like, Oh this, my so. God. Did he? Yeah. So it was, but no, I understand you, dude. It's like, whenever it comes out, fruition will come about. So, but I, I appreciate you taking the time, man. I, I hope we could do this again. Maybe hopefully when this pandemic's over, maybe we could do in person, who knows, but. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Message me on Instagram, dude. I'm always, I'm always, you know, answering my messages and, and uh, I, I put all my, put all my most recent stuff on there. And uh, you know, I, I really appreciate it. Keep rocking that Cobra Kai gear, dude. I love it. I, I wear my Cobra Kai stuff 
daily daily <laughs> dude oh well i mean you're you're again like i always said like your dad's the inspiration behind this dude so like this whole jacket how that i could connect it to him it um it was just i'm just glad that you know I, we had this experience and we could talk man but i i appreciate you taking the time and hopefully you know hopefully some people got something out of this i appreciate dude, it absolutely man I, I wish you luck on your you know your your, your cinematic uh, adventures and uh we'll, we'll talk again for sure and uh man thanks for having me and i appreciate you loving cobra kai and, and everything that i've you know watching d-day and all that stuff so um until next time dude this has been uh this has been amazing yeah man have a good one hey dude you too thank you thank you for watching the podcast clip catch new podcast episodes by hitting the link in the description and subscribing to the channel for other platforms go to the podcast website link below as well subscribe to my channel for new content and have a great day folks